Well, just as I thought. Trash. Trash. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to Paranormal. I'm Nicolina. And I'm Marie. <laughs> and this is your Hometown Haunts episode. And Where uh, we read you scary true ghost stories from Reddit this time. From Reddit, yeah. Huh. Or yeah. from your friends and family. Oh, we also have a family submission today. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to share your mother's story? I would love. I'm dying to share this story. Okay. So my dad is in California. Well, he's coming home today, but he was in California staying at a friend's house. His friend was in Virginia. And so my dad stayed at his house and watched his dog for him. And while he was sleeping the other night, he felt someone get into the bed with him and he could hear things rattling around downstairs in the kitchen. So he's freaked out because he looks and there's no one in the bed. It wasn't the dog. Like, there's no one in the bed beside him. So he starts, he starts praying, which is my favorite part. <laughs> Because I would totally do the same thing. So he starts praying. Oh, my God. It stops. The next day, he goes golfing with some friends. <laughs> and the one guy looks at him and goes, did you feel that earthquake? <laughs> <laughs> but wait, he said, he said to your mother, I thought, oh, it's, oh, yeah. it's definitely, we're, it's, this place is definitely haunted. Yeah, There's sorry. a ghost. Yeah, he definitely yeah. thought it was a ghost. He was for sure... And was like, I can't wait to tell my daughter about this. Like, he was like, this is definitely haunted. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then the next day at the golf course, they asked him if he felt the earthquake on site. So which, it was, in fact, an earthquake, just as I thought. It was. Trash. <laughs> and it made me laugh even extra hard because when we had a very minor earthquake where we live, the same thing happened to me. I was upstairs in my room and my bed started shaking. And my first thought was, I guess it was a ghost, mm. but I just was so nonchalant about it. It took a minute or two for me to be like, oh, my oh my God, I really think that was a ghost that just shook my bed. This is so scary. <sighs> and then I hopped online and everyone was like, did anyone else feel that earthquake? <laughs> so, yeah. Pretty funny. So... The skeptics are loving this. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, see, all hauntings are just minor earthquakes. Just minor tremors. (laughs) Okay. Well. Physical manifestations are nothing. (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, did you want me to tell a story first? Or did you? Yeah. Okay. I'll let you go. I will. Uh, (laughs) I've got a pretty long one. It's pretty, pretty, pretty long. So. Okay. Buckle up. I'm ready. Okay, so this was posted by the Best Self-Sabotage. And the title is, Has Anyone Ever Dealt With a Portal on Their Property Before? And so I was like, hell yeah, we're talking about portals again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We've got some real life portal occurrences and Mm -hmm. I want to hear more about it. Me too. So they're like, I'm not sure if I'm dealing with a spirit attachment. Oh, hello, kitty. (laughs) (laughs) This is my black cat, Hank. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway he knows I'm that not... we're talking about the paranormal so he yeah was like, was just oh, like let me join in this on is my cue yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. black cat <laughs> um so they're like i'm not sure if i'm dealing with a spirit attachment untapped f- psychic abilities or a manifested being but it's starting to get a little out of hand if anyone has any insight or information it would be so appreciated 
I know this is a paranormal community, so I shouldn't even really be worried about sounding crazy, but I really hope that I don't. I'm going to start off with a little bit of my background first in order for everyone to see the full picture, so if this gets a little droning, I apologize in advance. When I was eight years old, my mother and stepfather decided that we were going to move to northern Arkansas for them to have better job opportunities. It just so happened that they chose to buy a house that was about an acre away through open fields from a late 1800s to early 1900s cemetery. There was an old abandoned hand-built church that stood on the property that was no longer in use that me and some of the neighborhood kids used to go and play in. Nothing unusual had ever happened or given me the spooks until my ninth birthday. My mom made me invite all of the girls in my class at school to, to my sleepover party, and after we were done doing presents, she told all of us to go outside and play. So the first thing I wanted to do was take all of my friends over to this church house to show them around. One of the girls that was sort of a loner left the group and went weaseling through the actual cemetery, which was something that my mom had told me never to do. No. So the girl and I wound up getting into an argument and she decided to go stomping on the graves and being disrespectful to the dead. I went and tattled, of course, so my mom made us come inside since it was getting close to dark outside anyway. Mm -hmm. We all got ready for bed and we were getting settled down in my bedroom when all of a sudden the door slammed shut by itself, which freaked all of us out and made us all scream a little. So my mom came barging through the door to see what happened and told us all to just calm down, blamed it on the air conditioning and said we needed to get laid down. After a few moments of her walking away, we all got nestled in, but hadn't turned the lights off yet when the door slammed shut by itself again and then started rattling, vibrating on its hinges. My mom came bursting through again to see which one of us was causing the ruckus, but we all told her what had happened again and she still didn't believe us. So she shut off the light and left the door open. Mind you, I was deathly afraid of the dark, and since the other girls were there and couldn't sleep with nightlights, my mom wouldn't let me use mine. So when the door slammed shut a third time and the room was completely dark, I absolutely went berserk with sobs and panic. Mm -hmm. At that point, my mom was getting downright pissed off because she thought that it was us. She opened the door, pulled me out of the bed, told the other girls they had better get quiet before she had to start calling parents and she made me go sleep on the couch in the pitch black while I cried into my pillow where nobody (laughs) could hear me. I had gotten used to doing this since my mom always treated my night terrors with little to no empathy. Oh yeah, sounds like a boomer parent to me. (laughs) No empathy? Yeah, that's about tired. (laughs) She's just tired. Of carrying the weight of the world on her shoulders, okay? Exhausted of carrying the weight of the world and a tiny, tiny mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) And a job that she doesn't have to bring home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next thing I knew, I felt something pull my covers down a little. So I got stiff as a board and peeped my head up just in time to see this black, hairy-looking, fog things slithering back down the couch towards another bigger black hairy looking fog thing it was connected to that was resting on top of the entertainment center 
Okay. I was frozen in shock at this point and I couldn't make a sound until this thing had gotten halfway across the living room and was almost to the couch. Then I finally let out a blood curdling screech. Mm-hmm. My stepdad finally came in this time and when he flipped on the lights the fog thing totally vanished i was hyperventilating and shit i was shit. hyperventilating and shit okay. not i was hyperventilating and shit my we're keeping that in i was hyperventilating and shit my pants <laughs> So he told me to come get in bed with them. I finally got calmed down, went to sleep, and everything was fine for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Flash forward to the next night. Everyone had gone home and it was back to my normal routine so I could get ready for school the next day. When I laid down, I felt like something was watching me, so I insisted that my mom let me use my nightlight. But yeah. she wouldn't budge on the issue and finally Why? agreed to leave, to leave the hallway light on when my door cracked with my door cracked instead i did my little whimpering shit like usual until i was finally drift drifting off and saw this fog thing coming towards me again but i was too tired to wake myself back up the dream that i had that night was one of the scariest things i've ever dreamed of my of in my life and it became a reoccurring dream for the next couple of months I always woke up in a sweat and jolting myself up from my bed to run to my parents' room. If anyone wants to know the dream, I will share, but I'm trying to keep this as short as possible so far. One night where the dream finally ended with me being ripped to shreds by these three little demon-looking things, oh my God. which hadn't happened any of the other nights, I never had that dream again. But I also have only had a handful of dreams ever since. It's like my mind decided to shut itself off from the traumatic experiences that dreams were giving me. Mm-hmm. That or the entity decided to start hijacking my dreams from me, I'm not really sure. Needless to say, this attachment has been with me ever since. My belongings appear and reappear in the most random, obvious places, specifically keys, not just mine, but people that visit me as well. There's always weird noises in every house that I move to. People I live with have witnessed it. I've gotten pictures of it. It looks like the Chancellor from Star Wars and resembles a Grim Reaper. It throws things sometimes when it wants my attention, and it gets stronger the longer I live in one place. Like if I move to a new house, it weakens the entity for a while, but it always manages to gain strength as it gets comfortable. Mm Mm-mm. It's never really done anything to harm me or anyone else per se, but it's always lurking, makes its existence very known, and gives everyone in my house the creeps. I've tried doing cleansing and prayers and all the spiritualistic stuff that most people advise, but those things don't even phase it in the slightest. What's even weirder is the fact that when I get upset or angry, things fall off shelves or even fly towards me sometimes, almost like Matilda Matilda in a way. And not I, really. Not really. I feel like that's way more lighthearted than what you're yeah, talking about. Not um, really. Yeah. And I've even blown lights out just by touching the switch when I'm in these kinds of moods. Okay, hmm. you're sounding like Carrie more like it yeah. than Matilda. I'm going to yeah. be honest. My hair constantly stays full of static, 
which might not mean anything, but I find it weird that I stay so electrically charged, so much so that I literally have to use spray that you iron your clothes with to keep my hair from sticking to my face. Static guard. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Plus, orbs are starting to make themselves visible on a regular basis inside my home and more so all over my property along with shadow people as well. Could it be possible that I have some kind of physical energy or ability that I have blocked off since childhood that has now made itself into its own independent being? Or did I manifest it by suppressing my fears or something? The spiritual energy on my property is so intense. I literally don't know how to explain it to people without sounding like I've lost all my marbles. I've done plenty of my own fair share of research into possibilities throughout the years, but have come up empty-handed every single time. If I have some kind of ability, then I need to learn how to control it or something because it's getting out of control at this point. If anyone has any kind of information or insight, it would be so appreciated. P.S. I'm sorry this post was so long-winded. If you made it to the end, you're a real trooper and I'm forever grateful for you taking the time to read it. I'm just so tired of trying to figure this crap out on my own. This was like, this was like three hours ago. So oh my like, God. Um, there aren't many comments yet. Some people are just like, you really just never know what you're going to get when you log into Reddit. Like, <laughs> you never knew. So you know, I have tagged, I have tagged the URL here just to go back to okay. see. Um, Good. But yeah. That's, Good shit. That's the story that she submitted. I think it's a girl. I don't. Yeah, it's a girl because she said she yeah. had the girls over for a birthday. Yeah. All right. So I've got one from Finn Cobb. Okay. Uh, and they say it's gone. It's <laughs> I work at a local brewery pub restaurant. One day, one of the owners asked if I had any interest sticking around to paint the bathroom floors after closing and do some inventory. The guy is great, and the extra money is always nice, so I said sure. The building is an old 1800s three-story brick building that served as a national bank before being sold and converted. Now there are offices on the top two floors, an art gallery on the street level, and the brewery is in the basement. It isn't super dark down there as it's on a river bank and the basement has windows on the river side, but that's neither here nor there. As the night goes, I wait for the place to empty, put in my earbuds, start with a coat on both bathroom floors, then do some inventory before applying the second coat. Now, as I've explained, this is the basement of an old building, so I wasn't completely surprised when I started getting that that eerie feeling creeping up my spine. The place is great during the day, but it looks a lot different at night. Probably just my imagination. Apply the second coat and send the pictures to the boss, to which he replies, Weird, it looks like the reflection of a face in that second one. It did. Creepy. But whatever, I'm done anyway. I start cleaning up quickly, (laughs) wash the brushes, put away the clothes, and close up the paint can. I grab a mallet and tap the edge of the paint can uh, cover to secure it in place. Bang, bang, bang. Then, from across the brewery, very deliberately, I hear a reply. Bang, bang, bang. Ooh. I stand arrow straight, say out loud, this is fine, and screw out of there. Yeah. The next day, I tell the story to the front manager, 
and a couple of employees, and they tease me relentlessly. But the next week, the manager spoke to a couple of the girls that work in the offices upstairs, and the story comes up. They tell her the place is 100% haunted. Chairs move all the time, often caught on the security cameras, and then there's the knocking. They think it's an old bank manager named Walter. They know I'm never staying in that place by myself again, and they always tease me about Walter. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I wouldn't either. No. No, I wouldn't either. Cool. Do you have any more? I have lots more, but (laughs) I can do this one, yeah. Can do I have lots more. <laughs> I've got lots more where that came from. Um, yeah, I've got I've got another one for for this one. Okay, this is posted by Al Sonics. Okay, okay. Three knocks at my window at three o three a.m. Hello, all. Long time reader and first time posting on here, but I feel I need to help. But I feel I need help piecing this together. Last night, as I was lying in bed with my girlfriend, I hear a bang outside around 2.45-ish. Now this is typical living in a rural area as it could have been a number of different animals, though it was enough to get me out of bed to check just in case. The first time I walked into the living room and peered out of the door, I saw nothing but a chair that was knocked over. Again, nothing atypical from the norm. When I climbed back in bed, I was wide awake. I decided to turn on a movie until I was tired again. I didn't get the chance to turn up the TV when I heard it. Three distinct taps on one of the windows on the back side of our house. I was instantly hit with fight or flight. And like the fool I am, I chose fight. (laughs) For context, I live with my girlfriend, her mom, and brother. And I will be damned if I let anything happen to them. I ran outside, arming myself with the chair on the front porch that had previously been knocked over, and started looking for the late-night predator that decided to make itself known. Barefoot and half-naked, I walked through our yard looking for footprints in the freshly fallen snow, but saw nothing but my own. I felt vulnerable being outside with no shoes. I was in no shape for a fight if I did see someone. So I snuck back in the house, trying not to wake anyone else. But I decided to wake my girlfriend to see if she had heard it, but I was the only one. I crawled back in bed, and no more than 10 minutes later, a second set of knocks came. Once again, three knocks, this time louder than the first. Loud enough for myself and my girlfriend and her mother to hear. I took off now prepared with clothes, shoes, and a golf club. I was prepared to stop this by any means necessary. I felt like a trapped dog ready to pounce, filled with fear and anger. I searched our entire property and our neighbor's property. We are very close with our neighbors, so I wanted to make sure they were okay too. I searched between the two properties for upwards of an hour, looking for any kind of tracks in the snow, and found nothing. It was like it didn't exist. No entry or exit. I know what I heard. I know something had to have knocked. I feel like I'm going crazy because I can't find any answers. I've also been seeing the number 13 everywhere and I don't know if it was connected or not. I've read that it might be the mark of death. If anyone can bring insight for me, I would be truly grateful. Thank you. That's so scary. Yeah. Who knows? 
I've got another one. This one is by Betty Bubbles. Okay. Worked retail at a quilting store. I'm standing at the counter and this is very short, by the way. I'm standing at the counter and turned to walk to my left, completely walked straight through this older woman. She was immaculately dressed, holding a handbag with a beautiful brooch on her jacket. It was the weirdest experience ever having her pass through me. Chilling, to be honest, and I've had other encounters in the past. Later that year, we were invited to the boss's house for the Christmas party. There was a photo of the woman that I had walked through, complete with the brooch. Turned out that it was my boss's mother. Every Monday morning, she would attend the store and they would go out for morning tea. I guess she was waiting that day for her coffee and cake date. I have another very short one. Okay. Uh, I worked at a nursing home for a few years. I worked primarily on our memory care unit. One night at about 10 p.m. as I was assisting a resident to bed, lights off, tuck her in, I'm talking to her, and she's smiling. This particular resident only spoke German and due to her cognition, didn't really remember English fluently. As I hugged her and leave, she smiles and says, don't look behind you. Mind you, it was completely dark, no TV on for light, no hall light, no bathroom light, just the dim, distant light from the hallway. That was, that was as about 10% visible as her door was 90% closed. I immediately shit myself three oh my times, God. called my boyfriend <laughs> as I walked home. Edited to add that after she said it, I remember freezing and asking, what did you say? And she just grinned and nodded her head yes. Nah. I did not take my eyes off of her as I slowly exited her room. Immediately got my phone out of my pocket because it was instant trauma. <laughs> and that one was by measurement underscore think. <laughs> Ooh. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Mm-hmm. I have one more, but I'm going to save that one for our paid subscribers to listen to. Uh Uh-huh. So thank you for listening to this Hometown Haunts uh, episode. And Stephen, if you're listening, you can send us your Hometown Haunt if you would like to have it read. (laughs) Yeah, Stephen, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But really, yes. So uh, last week we dropped free content um mm-hmm. free bonus con- well sorry ad free content on our apple Podcasts, as well as bonus content on apple podcast subscription services so mm-hmm. if you would like that you can get it and you will also get a bonus piece of content for this episode if yes. you subscribe so yeah yeah stay spooky Bye-bye. bye bye This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 